Hi, my name is Kyle. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from an addiction to gambling and fear of man. Hurry up, my grandfather would call from his car phone. Dress nice, we're going to the horse races after church. Fired up to spend the day with my hero, I would rush out of bed, throw on the approved clothing, frantically brush my teeth, and get to his car in enough time to keep him happy. Late to church, we often stood in the back. I tolerated the pre-race worship, knowing a day with my grandfather meant paying our dues in church before guaranteed success at the afternoon horse races. All reward, no risk. What more could an eight-year-old want? Life as a 70-year-old retiree was beautiful. <laughs> at the same time, the fear of my father was paramount. My home life was dysfunctional, dodging requests for perfect behavior from my mother and avoiding most interactions with my father. Blessed with athletic ability, sports provided a stabilizing identity and escape from cowering at home. The need to be noticed and desired quickly enveloped me. I began performing outlandish actions to make friends and used gambling winnings on unique purchases in hopes of garnering interest from the girls. My grandpa's sudden death at age 20 brought an end to this accustomed lifestyle. To avoid the pain of losing my idol, I ramped up my gambling. Unmanageable losses meant crafting creative bailout requests from family. Although the immense pain and hurt was obvious for my mom and Grammy, I promised to change, only to get the deal I needed done. Void of any relationship with Christ, I was a slave to my addiction and completely blind to its effect on others. Hoping God wouldn't notice, I swept my mounting failures under the rug, especially my role in an unwanted pregnancy and abortion. Believing you had to earn your way into heaven, I hoped that maybe by the time I died, God would have lowered his entry requirements. In 2011, my girlfriend accepted my invitation to the Kentucky Derby. This was my green light to raise the stakes in our relationship. I was now willing to tie someone else's well-being directly to my addicted, fraudulent, manipulating self. With an impending move to a dangerous city for a gambling addict, I accelerated the process and popped the question. Engaged in living together, I was on my best behavior. My avenue to financial freedom disappeared when I realized that I was chasing a high-risk business that was defrauding investors. I lasted a couple days before seeking out a casino alone. Within hours, I lost everything. This was my twisted way of alarming my fiancé that I needed help. So again, I promised to stop. After the wedding, we moved to Dallas, baby on the way. I wanted so badly to be a great husband and amazing father, but was failing miserably. Maybe couples counseling would do the trick. I arrived early to the third session, resenting the counselor for making small talk as I rushed to get my sports, in, sports bets in for the evening, when my bride calmly walked in and laid down a pile of documents revealing the online gambling I had been hiding. She told me her mom and our two-month-old daughter were in the car and they were leaving. As my world was reeling, I made a series of terrible decisions that resulted in more gambling, heavy drinking, and being unfaithful to my wife. Still set on doing things my way, I was more comfortable being enslaved to my addiction than addressing my sin. However, God was painting a masterpiece the entire time. God's plan brought us to Watermark. Willing to do anything to save my marriage and family, I agreed to attend Regen so that my wife wouldn't move out as she threatened. Even though I was anxious and fearful about living a boring life dedicated to God. That first night, a leader shared his struggle with gambling, especially on horses. It was then I believed the new life was possible. I completed the 12 steps, was free from my gambling, 
even graduated, but God still didn't fully have my heart. I wouldn't trust him with another secret, my infidelity. The next few years were void of any relationship with my heavenly father. I would have told you I was a Christian, but I was still living life on my own terms instead of surrendering my life to God. I was still gambling, just not with horses or online. I would ask myself, how much golf could I play without getting in trouble with the misses? What startup could I find to make up for all the gambling losses? Or could I still go to the horse races and just watch? August 1st, 2016 was going to change everything. I was starting my new teaching job, and driving home after our first football practice, I turned onto our street to find a moving truck in our driveway. My wife had discovered my cocaine and filed for divorce. This time she was really leaving and for good. That night was spent face down and hysterical on the front lawn. My life was over as far as I was concerned. Through God's grace, I made it to football practice the next morning. Visibly distraught, a player asked, Coach, you okay? I stated what happened and he responded, Coach, Jesus loves you. Go get your Bible out. That night with my dusty Bible in hand, I completely died to myself and accepted that Jesus had died on the cross as payment for my sin and now he would be my Lord and Savior. I found instantly that his promise to provide peace beyond all understanding was true. He gave me his spirit as it is described in 2 Timothy 1.7, for God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Allowing God's love into my life, I had joy despite losing everything. I was now able to understand his word enough to discern and acknowledge my sin and rejoice in thankfulness for my circumstances. I had peace knowing he loved me enough to take the things from me that were keeping me from seeing my need for a savior. The next Monday, I returned to Regen again, on my own, this time as a member of God's kingdom. I was blown away week after week by the boldness of my brothers to act in obedience to the Lord while witnessing the joy and freedom they received. Their example led me to yield to the Spirit and trust God's plan enough to confess my infidelity to my wife, even though everything in me said, if you tell her, she definitely won't want you back. Still, I knew being obedient to God was the only thing that would bring me peace. It was then that my relationship with God flourished. It was as if the lifeline to him had been reconnected. This trip through Regen, God showed me what living a life for his glory looks like and what it means to be faithful and obedient regardless of the outcome. I learned to hate my sin and to repent by moving away from my sin and moving towards his grace. My new life in Christ is one marked by a healthy respect for the Lord. I know the second I turn my eyes from seeking him, they turn straight onto my selfish worldly desires. When I isolate, my thoughts quickly go from heavenly promises to earthly poison. This is a battle that I am incredibly blessed to fight alongside two brothers in community. We are in constant communication with each other, confessing, admonishing, asking tough questions, and loving others. We remind each other of the gospel and what Christ has done for us, to be thankful for the trials and to rely on God for everything, especially my pursuit of reconciliation with my ex-wife, which is an idol I battle daily. My motivation in life is now to do everything for God's glory. I stare at sunsets, go camping, only listen to worship music, lead in groundwork and first-time guests, lean into conflict, pray for others, hate my sin, confess immediately, and my favorite, memorize scripture with my six-year-old daughter. God has changed my perspective on love through being a father. Gazing at her in awe, I am reminded that he loves me infinitely more than my unending love for her. That is the God I serve.
Besides telling you that God loves you, my one takeaway is the Bible is full of story after story of God taking the worst of the worst and using them for his best. He did it for me and he will do it for you. Go through this process for him, not anyone else, and confess everything. Obedience is joy. He made a way for me when there was no way. My name is Kyle, I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from an addiction to gambling and fear of man. God, the glory is yours, I love you. Thank you for letting me share.